I assume that was Bob. Wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do. I can do both of those because I love Resident Evil. Okay. I don't understand Gearbox. Did you guys just hear me fart? Eat broccoli. And and eat. I hate broccoli. Eat broccoli. No. <laughs> so I've been stifled on fanboys. Is zombies still explicit? Eat. <laughs> Can I still say fuck on this show? I don't know. I think so. As as much as I'd love to listen to this forever. It just me keep singing that song. Just play the actual song one more time. <laughs> Sideways, sideways. <laughs> How can you not tell that that's Genesis, Ryan? When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. We're reopening the hive. I want to know what went on down there. You're all going to die down here. Rule number one for surviving zombie land. Look, okay, just get any blunt objects together, all right? If you get cornered, bash them in the head. That seems to work out. Keep together, stay sharp, and follow me. Yeah, explosions. Welcome back to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy. I don't have an interesting middle name. Um... This is the one and only place for you to tune in for Zombie Survival Preparations. And uh, I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, the four-man podcast is back, and that's the last time I'll refer to it as a four-man. Uh, I've got Rick Piven. How you doing, Rick? What's going on? Who missed me? Anybody? I missed you. I'm glad that we're having a four-way tonight. Oh. Uh, Whoa. You made it weird. <laughs> you made it weird. It, no. Um, I, that's sort of my job. Uh, and also joined by Lou, the zombie lord, busy zombie lord, rather, sorry, Paige. Brains. What? Is, you're a real zombie this week. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we got Bob, who is kind of a Genesis fan, as, as what, from what I've been told. Not really. Um, how's it going, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Not too bad. Uh, oh, and Ryan, how are you? I'm pretty sure you led me to believe you were a Genesis fan. Yeah. Is this what you wanted? Is this what you wanted, Ryan? Well, it's not like I said Journey, right? I think I have that button here somewhere. Whoa. But on a serious... <laughs> on a serious note, though, I was in a little bit of trouble earlier today. Uh oh! What'd you do? I, I was um I was at my local hardware store buying uh, some some screws to for my new TV stand. Uh, zombies out of nowhere. I mean, out of nowhere. I panicked, guys. I don't like to admit this, but I panicked. So what did I do? I went to the Zombies Ate My Podcast Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Thank God, Nathan Valencourt suggested that I use a shovel. So I went down to the local aisle there, grabbed a shovel, and bashed some zombies in. Huh. You know, the first thing I've got to say is, good thing you have really good cell coverage in that hardware store, or else you would have been screwed. I was on their Wi-Fi. Why were you also. on the... How do you get into home hardware's Wi-Fi? Who knows? The point is I used a shovel. <laughs> also, oh. also, Bob, I hate to correct you, but I'm pretty sure his last name is Valencourse. Is that what I said? Valencourt? Or did I say Valen? I'm pretty Valen. sure I know who this is. Nathan Valencourt. Uh, <laughs> oh no, thank God. you for the suggestion, Nathan, because without it, I'd be a zombie right now. And uh, the greatest thing about a shovel is once you're done bashing their heads in, you can actually bury them with the same tool. You can also use the, the plate would, to take the head clean off, too. Why would you waste time and bury them? Don't smell. you need to get away from the other zombies? <laughs> they smell Bobby. great. Zombie. <laughs> I am. You got me. I am. Oh. But seriously, shovel, what do you guys think? Good weapon, bad weapon? Yeah. Very good. I just bought a snow shovel, and I gotta say, 
uh, and you gotta you gotta put some good money into a shovel for it to be a zombie weapon. I just bought nope. this like cheap plasticky thing. Oh, I'm talking metal shovel, wood like, handle. When, when, You're talking Ryan. like Home Alone shovel, right? Like the creepy guy. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. So make sure it doesn't have a wooden handle because it's going to eventually break. Get a fiberglass handle. Fiberglass handle would be pretty nice. Not to mention it would be lighter. You swing it harder. I played baseball. (laughs) I know these things. Swing away, Bob. Swing away. Swing. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, Thank you, Nathan Valen. Valen Court? (laughs) Valen Court. Valen Court. Let's get some more. This should, <laughs> yeah, of course. And, and I mean, this should be a note to all of our fans that they should suggest weapons on our Facebook page because this is proof that we'll actually read it and then use it on the show. And and also give you credit. Bob will butcher your name, but we'll still give you credit. <laughs> Valencourt. Yes. And then I'll correct him. <laughs> and then hopefully Rick will be here to correct him, right, Rick? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or hopefully Bob will be here in the first place to, you know, <laughs> to actually the name. read it. Yeah, exactly. my bad. My bad. That's all good. Do you want to get into the zombie news, Ryan? Sorry, I, I yes, I do actually, but I want you to push a button first. Ryan Phillips. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions, and then is spreading rapidly. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot I had to kind of like <laughs> that kind of toss it up so you can hit it out of the ballpark, and then I can catch it. I'm really fast. Um, yeah, zombies in the news. What's going on this week? Um, our first story, going to talk about a, a little teaser trailer that went up a couple weeks ago. Uh, still haven't found out what it's teasing, but we believe it to be a sniper elite game uh, with zombies. The tra- Did you guys watch this trailer? Yeah, I guess the only real thing in it was like they replaced the um, logo at the end with a the V2 with an inverted pentagram. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that what it was? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah, I, I think um, they're they're sort of assuming it's zombies. I mean, this could be okay for those who aren't familiar with Sniper Elite. It's it's a game where you play a sniper, and it's all about getting the perfect shot and taking. You know, sometimes you're taking out a single target. Sometimes you're taking out multiple targets on your way to your main target. Uh, and it's very realistic in the sense that you can play a mode, like a very hardcore mode, where you have to deal with wind resistance and weather and, uh, you know, vantage points and stuff like that. So, but the other best part, the great part, is that when you shoot somebody, it gives you a slow motion x-ray vision as the bullet, like, tears through their skin, muscle, and bones. Now... As I said that, that sounds very creepy that I find that to be great. However, when applied to a zombie setting, or we're not sure if it's zombies, we're just assuming, but it could be like, it appears to be some sort of apocalypse setting. Uh, We only see the one sniper human, and there might be some slow-moving things in there. I can't quite remember, but um, what would be really cool is like using your sniper abilities and then seeing the bullets go through zombies and, and... I think that would be really rewarding, and we still don't know, but it's supposed to be fully revealed actually in two days from now, so on Valentine's Day. Ooh, happy Valentine's Day. Do you think Mm. this would work for a zombie game, though, like calm, calculated, precision shots, or do you, like, I mean, most people, I would assume, like the, you know, in-your-face, tons of zombies everywhere, let's just shoot and run kind of games? Um, I played a bit of Sniper Elite version 2, and I think one of the parts that they don't really explore or at least i didn't see in the game is sort of protecting your back you know being a sniper you're always facing forward and your eye is glued to a barrel you know looking down a sight so in this game it'd be even more important to have sort of like something to watch your back so with the zombie sort of setting like if you're getting swamped being a sniper might not be the best sort of option right because you got people come you got zombies coming in from behind you so i think that'd be a cool premise um, I'm not really sure, like, objectives, like what, you you shoot the zombie commander uh, and then move on to the next level. <laughs> I am the zombie commander. <laughs> shoot the busy zombie lord to move on to level whoa, two. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. What? Did just, just get dark. Did you just threaten Lou on the show? I didn't. We have recorded evidence. If Lou gets shot tonight, we know who did oh, it. Oh, God, don't say that. 
it was Ryan. Play Genesis again. Make us on the grassy knoll. But really, though, like I can't imagine. Like I could get it. It's a, it's cool. It's a cool concept. Like you're you're one man. You're taking out zombies and stuff. You got to kind of constantly watch over your shoulder. But to me, it would seem kind of almost like um, what's that game we played for a little while there, Rick? Um, um War Daisy. Daisy, where it's like if there's not a lot of zombies around, it's a little boring. <laughs> like a lot of walking uh, around. A, a well, lot of boring. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. And, I mean, we still don't know what this is going to be, whether it's zombies or whether it's, like, some sort of apocalypse sort of, like, demon thing. But um, I think it's a safe bet to say zombies. But, I mean, let's all – let's all we can all agree that, that Sniper Elite with zombies probably better game than uh, Walking Dead Survival Instinct. Am I right? Yes. yes. Yeah, we'll give you that. We'll give you okay. that. I think anything's going to be better than that game. Yeah. Uh, I think Angry Birds is better than that game. Angry Birds Zombie Edition. I think that it be certainly sell, sold well than that, that game. Why haven't they done that yet? Walking Dead Angry you Birds. Could, I'm sure it's you coming. could launch. You could launch Zombie Birds, and when they hit the pigs, they eat their brains. Market Come that. Come on. Right. Market that. Come <laughs> on. Rovio, if you're listening, your next golden egg. Boom. Speaking of golden eggs, Rick, why don't you tell us about uh, Zombieland and the TV show getting some cast? I think that Amazon should go fuck itself with this TV show. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Amazon is uh, Amazon streaming. I'm guessing is uh, doing the Zombieland TV show, and they cast people, which is cool, as characters from the movie instead of new characters. So these are kids. Put, yeah, but they're they're playing um, Columbus and Little Rock, which is Jesse Eisenberg's character and Emma Stone's character, I think. Yeah. No. Really? No. No. no not Emma Stone's character. Little Rock. <laughs> oh no! Little Rock is the girl. Little girl, right? Yes. Columbus yeah. is Eisenberg. Yeah. So they're being replaced with what looks like seven-year-olds. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm enjoying. Yeah, this. I think they may have cast them a little young. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know if it's supposed to be a TV show that takes place after the movie or before the movie. But then again, it has to be after the movie because they don't meet until the movie. So it's I don't a, understand it, it. The first episode is supposed to basically be the retelling of the first de- of the movie, I think. That's dumb. I think I think it's cool that they're trying to do a TV show. I think that they should have done it with different characters. I don't think they should have continued. If they're going to continue with those characters, they should have, you know, footed the bill and got Jesse Eisenberg and Abigail Breslin to play those characters. Yeah, I to me it seems like they're kind of don't get me wrong, I love Zombieland and like when I heard that there's you know, TV shows coming up, I was excited, but it seems like they're just riding the coattails of The Walking Dead yeah. and just looking to fill in these holes with anything they can just to get it going. Because, like, Lou and I were talking before the show, is it's moving along pretty fast, like, almost like mm-hmm. they're trying to rush it. My main issue is that looking at these actors, um, I don't think you're going to be able to do even something even remotely close to, like, Zombieland was pretty gruesome. I mean, it was it was half gruesome zombies and half comedy. It looks like what they're doing with this is it's going to be mostly comedy. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, it's Amazon, uh, Amazon Studios. They're not going to do like a hard arc. Oh, it says here comedy pilot. So it's yeah, yeah. it's just going to be it's going to be Modern Family with zombies. Uh, I love Modern Family, but what, what, what my zombies? my oh. huge concern with it is like. What was it? Six months ago, we heard, "Oh, there's no interest in a Zombieland TV show. Yeah. Zombieland is dead as a franchise." And then, like three months later, it's like, "No, not only are we bringing it back, Amazon's bought it, and we're casting people, and it's going to be here in no time at all." And it's like, "Wait <laughs> yeah. a minute." Well, yeah. the problem is, is that Netflix is like cleaning up. Like House of Cards is doing well, and obviously, Arrested Development season four is going to be fantastic. Uh, like Amazon's in the dust right now, and they're trying to catch up with this. Like Zombieland was a cult classic; uh, people loved it. Um, or I guess you wouldn't call it a cult classic, right? If people loved it, <laughs> but right. I mean, it's 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 a popular movie, and and it's a fan favorite, yeah, fan favorite. Thank you. So I mean, I don't know. I I'm with you, Rick. I I don't know how this is going to turn out. I, I kind of feel like it might be like Degrassi with zombies, based on the characters that I'm that I'm looking at. You guys know what Degrassi is, right? Yeah, but yeah, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be what our next topic is? <laughs> right. Degrassi with zombies? That's a good point. Speaking Ooh. of Degrassi, thank you, Rick. Lou, <laughs> tell us a bit about warm bodies, because I want to know how warm your body is. Uh, uh, what? That's creepy, Ryan. Did you just... But... 
Did what? you just? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just feel Lou up through the internet? I have. I feel violated. I have the technology. <laughs> that was literally. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I think I have to leave. I'm retiring as host. Uh, <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> First, you threatened to kill him. <laughs> threatening to rape him. I went too far, didn't I? In the Whoa. other direction, I tried to make up for it, and I went too far. <laughs> the reviews for warm bodies are out. To change the subject. Sorry, Lou. Go All right, ahead. and uh, it's got a Metacritic score of 58. Shocker! <laughs> it's yeah. uh, peop- there are people that really like it. There's people that really hate it, and then there's a lot of people that are kind of like, it's a movie. It seems to have very middling reviews. Yeah, which worries me. What worries me is that Rotten Tomatoes gave it a seventy-eight. That's crazy, though, right? And that's, like and it's the critics and the audience is giving it an eighty-two. Huh? It's a little what? scary. You gotta kind of wonder if it's just because they're zombies. You know what I mean? Like, it, if the I don't know if it's just because there's zombies in it, all of a sudden it's it's a great movie, or if it's because, hey, this is a different style zombie movie. Let's let's give it some great ratings because it doesn't look good to me. I could say it right now, like at all. I mean, I, I have no interest in seeing this movie. It sounded cool at first, and then I kind of watched the trailer, and I'm like, no, it's not right. <laughs> it's just weird. From the, just from the picture on this news article, I don't want to watch it. They're like laying on their stomachs, getting ready to eat a snack. Yeah, well, I mean, I I'm I was interested more in the comedic value of the movie. I I mean, the whole love thing. As soon every time I thought about that, it kind of weirded me out. Um, but the the comedic elements of the trailer, like what's that guy's name? You guys know his name. What's his name? Rob Audrey. Thank you. That guy. He's hilarious, and he's in this movie. And they really played that up in the trailer that we watched, and. Uh, I'd be curious to to hear what how his role in the movie turned out to to be. Right, he's the 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 funny sidekick. Yeah, I don't know. I I I I don't have no interest in seeing it in the theaters. I think it'll be on DVD before any of us can, you know, actually get the effort to go out and see it. So I think it'll be pretty easy to get a hold of it. It might even be on Netflix before you know it. Like, would you guys watch it if it was on Netflix? No, <laughs> no, not even check it out. I, I'm at least interested. I want to. I, I would like to see it. Apparently, also John Malkovich is in this movie. Yeah, there's a, yes. there's a no. Don't get me wrong. There's a huge cast in this movie, and it's a big cast of big actors. But Bob, name someone other than John Malkovich and Rod Cordy. Uh, there was the other guy in there. Wrong. Oh, the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> but those those are um, big names. You know what I mean? And like right. they're funny people. Um, I don't know, but from what I hear, they don't even have a lot of lines. Um, well, they said that John Malkovich in the movie was basically uh, non-existent, and he phoned it in. Yeah, well, same with Rob 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 Corgi. <laughs> uh, Rob Corgi, I guess, was like he had he was the best friend character, but only had you know just a few lines. Ew, really? Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, Lou, you 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 seemed like you were at, like. Two episodes we talked about this, and you. I seen... was. I'm motivated to see it, mm-hmm. and I that the plan was originally to go this past weekend, but we kind of had a blizzard. Oh, right. so so I was like, do I risk risk going out in the blizzard for this? Or, no, nah, never mind. Uh, Mother Nature's like, oh my god, Lou is going to watch a horrible movie. Let's step in right now. Blizzard. I, I was kind of figuring that might be the case. Yeah, just God I is just like found more reasons oh, to hate yeah. this movie. What's that? On IMDb in the trivia, apparently the story is loosely based on Romeo and Juliet. The main character's name is R, which would be Romeo. The girl's name is Julie, Juliet. The friend is Perry, who's Paris. And there's also M, who's Mercutio. And Nora is Juliet's nurse. It, it's terrible. Oh, man, <laughs> That's Hollywood. Terrible. Come up with an original story. I didn't story. think that you guys could kill a zombie movie for me, but you're kind of doing it. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Lou is just getting terrible. picked on this episode. By um, you? Yeah. What? <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's try and move on to something. It's touching him, fondling his supple man breast. It was a do- okay. Wow. <laughs> I did not go into that much detail. Ugh. All right. Bob, save this podcast. Talk to us. The Last of Us is a game I'm really looking forward to, and this article, I believe, Lou, did you throw this in the notes? Yes. It it, it details the stages of. 
the infection, I want to call it. Yeah, that's what they call it. It's the coolest part about the game, I think. I mean, The Last of Us is something we should all be excited about. It's it's going to be an awesome zombie game. And like like Ryan was saying, like these zombies, they go through stages. Like first they're called runners because they've only just been exposed and like they're, you know, kind of faster and they can still do some damage. Then all of a sudden it starts to, you know, um the plague starts to take over your body. You start going blind. Um, you're <laughs> suffering more. It's crazy because you're not technically a zombie. You're just infected. So you're yeah. living through this. Like, And then you get the whole Las Plagas vibe from Resident Evil on that too. Yeah. Like one of the quotes here from um, what's it, I, Neil, creative director, creative director Neil Druckmann says, uh, as the fungus spreads, it takes over more and more of the biology of the human. It grows out of the eye sockets and makes you blind. Just, I know you said it makes you blind, but just the description of the virus sort of like growing from the inside out is yeah, you're, and you're it's, sprouting like a plant. It's disgusting. It's cool because like, they call stage three clickers. And because they're like you know, their head just pretty much explodes from the inside out, they have to use echolocation and kind of use sound waves to find any people. So you're you're talking like you gotta you're thinking about the playstyle, right? Like, oh you see some clickers, maybe you have to walk a little slower, maybe you have to be a little more careful, you know what I mean? Mm. It's gonna bring the different back into zombie and affected world that I'm I'm just super excited about this game. So hands up, who has a PS three here? Actually better yet, just sound off because I know I do. we don't have video, Ryan. Oh. I have do Can we I put all my have... hand down? <laughs> yes, you you may you may. Yeah. Do we uh, all have PS3s? No. Yeah. Oh, Rick. Oh, I sold mine because I didn't use it. Well, now you have a reason to go buy it. <laughs> <laughs> go buy your old one. <laughs> no, I no, I don't. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we'll we'll be sure to pick this game up. I know I will. It's probably going to be the last game I put in my PS3, um, and and play. Uh, it comes out in May. Um, do we know how the virus is contracted? Like, is it like it's a fungus? So, yeah, it's do you get if you get bitten, you, it's transferred, or is it just sort of? I think it just spreads if you get hit or bit or any yeah, of that. Yeah, I think it's going to be your your basic like if you. I think if you get bit or whatever by these infected people, you're just going to end up dying, or maybe you'll turn into them. Who knows? But it's more or less like a a deadly spore that transforms people, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it says it's uh the infection is loosely based on some Latin thing that I cannot pronounce, but it's a disease. It's a type of fungus that takes over ants. It does the same thing to ants. It spreads through them. And when they, uh, they spread the spores to other ants and they get eaten alive. Oh, you're talking about Ophidiorecipus unilotalis. Yeah, there you go, Bob. Wow. A plus for you. I was going to try that. And then Bob <laughs> did it and he did it way better than I would have. Um, no, it says here, they mentioned that, uh, a single bite will result in a game over. Yeah, it's crazy, right? So that's pretty nuts. I'm looking forward to this. And and I guess, I mean, we can give it the golden award that it will still be better than uh, Walking Dead Survival Instinct. I, I don't think... <laughs> the thing I find really interesting about Last of Us is they have been claiming it is kind of a zombie-inspired game, mm-hmm. but they haven't shown us the zombies until this point. Yeah, and they're not, and it's like almost out. <laughs> They've shown it a bit in the in the launch trailer, but ever since then, just like The Walking Dead, which makes The Walking Dead so good, is it focuses on the humans. This game also focuses on the humans. So I think I personally think leading up to the release in May, we're going to get a lot of trailers focusing on the zombies. But up until now, it's mostly been focused on the people drama. Which I'm really excited about. Yeah, it gives a good story. But the thing that really makes me excited is they're not calling them zombies. They're calling them infected. It's their own take on it. Yep. Like, this this is what we need as a game like this where it really reminds me of, like, an original Resident Evil. It's more about survival than it is zombies, you know? Mm. No, yeah, that's a good point. And uh, why don't we wrap up news with one more story here. Resident Evil, not doing so hot lately. Uh Bob, do you think we, a reboot could be in, in our future? I think it is. I think it's going to be in the future. Whether or not it's good, I don't know. Um, I am probably the biggest Resident Evil fan on the show. Uh, I've been a fan for the longest time of the original games and stuff, even the crazy you know, control scheme in Resident Evil <laughs> 1 that some people don't appreciate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's rough but, going back to, but it's still a good game. It is, and it's this survival, eerie horror game that really did it for me, which kind of got me into zombies. And um, 
if they rebooted it, I'd be really happy. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about this now. Um, nothing. It's all speculation, just people talking. Well, it's a Capcom producer who's been talking about it, so that must mean something, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, where are they going to go from here? They know Resident Evil is kind of tanking. Resident Evil 6, people were kind of like, eh, you know? And I think from there, you kind of take a step back and go, all right, we 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 went off track here. <laughs> like, well, that that and 5 was terrible, too. And then they had that other one that was like Left 4 Dead. What was it? Um, Operation Umbrella. Umbrella like that, which I, I don't know a single person who played that game. Operation Raccoon people, City. Operation Raccoon City. I know people that played it, and everybody I know that played it was like, yeah, I've played better games. Um, This isn't even worth They bothering. should just make more games like Resident Evil 4. Right. Yeah, and I, I love I love Resident Evil 4. I didn't mind 5. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, it was different enough to kind of keep it interesting, but it didn't feel like Resident Evil either. It felt like... And like 4 was different, but it still felt like Resident Evil for some reason. Right. But 5 just kind of took it to that whole extra level. And it was kind of, eh, it, it was pretty good. It wasn't bad, but 6, like, if you read anything about 6, people are like, no, just <laughs> no, stop making it. Well, they did too much. And and really, what it all comes down to is they've got one more game in the pipeline, which is the Resident Evil Revelations port that we've talked about in the past. Um, due out in May for Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and Wii U. Uh, and they basically say that when this game comes out, we're going to be listening to feedback and we'll go forward from there. So, and Revelations uh, was very well received on the 3DS. It's more a Resident Evil 4 than a 5 or 6. So, yeah, we'll yeah. see where that goes. But I, it, when they say we'll see how feedback goes and then we'll go from there, they already it's, it's like you already know. <laughs> you know it's not going to be good feedback. Well, I mean, if like Resident Evil Revelations is a very different game from Resident Evil 6. So if they get feedback like, yes, we love Revelations, then they'll know, okay, fuck Resident Evil 6. We're doing more Resident Evil Revelation type games. Um, they talk about doing some open world stuff but that that's where they come up with well that would require a reboot because yeah you, you sort of have to rethink the whole game in order to get it to work open but world. i don't even want open world like if you can give me cool resident evil 4 controls with story and you could just take resident evil and then reboot the controls a little bit reboot the graphics and give me the exact same story i would play that thing i want resident evil sort of like exploration mansion sort of stuff with puzzles and, and, and you know like old go back to i haven't played revelations i have uh a 3ds a one of those boat things with the the pro controller thing and oh, re- a copy of revelations that i have yet to even try i've had it for a year and and maybe maybe i should pop it in and and kind of you know see what we could be expecting or you know i could also wait and then pick this up for wii u um i don't know i haven't decided yet I think where Resident Evil has gone wrong, not just with 6, but when they started out, it was cheesy to begin with, and they didn't really tell a good story, but they captivated you with doing something really, really different. And Capcom seems to think that the story is what is really good about Resident Evil, and so they keep focusing on this convoluted, overly complicated, cheesy story that nobody really likes. Mm. And not yeah. focusing on the gameplay and the zombies and the things that we all liked about it. No, they just keep focusing on Umbrella and Wesker and Wesker's son and all this crazy stuff. And why are the Stars members still hunting down Umbrella? It, that was like five games ago. Can we have some new heroes or something? <laughs> I think That's the biggest point. thing that they lost is it stopped being a horror game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it went it went from survival horror to uh, zombie action. Like after, because four had both. Four could still make you jump, but it had a lot more action. And then five was just action. Five yeah. had no horror at all, and I didn't even play six. Well, I think what they need to do is they need to look at uh, the Dead Space franchise and try and do something like that because that is action, especially Dead Space Two. I have yet to play Dead Space Three. Uh, Dead Space Two is is a really good mix of horror and action and they should just get the dead space guys to make the next resident evil game well (laughs) yeah if visceral wasn't owned by ea i'd say capcom get on that Uh, capcom capcom should just sell the rights 
They're not making any money anyway. Oh, they sure. probably, I would think they made a pretty penny from Resident Evil 6. I mean, all all that bitching aside, I mean, you I, I haven't seen sales numbers, but I heard it didn't sell as well as you're thinking, right? Plus plus with all those returns, I mean. Uh, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Well, enough talk about uh, well, okay, maybe Revelations will be at least as good or better than Walking Dead. Uh, survival instinct so <laughs> hopefully that's the case nice. uh let's uh let's move on to our topic of the week you guys the walking dead is back yes why are you here what, what do you want from me dead <laughs> why are you uh... i can't help you get out Oh, I'm sorry. I fell asleep. <laughs> now, now before oh. we, we discuss this, since it was just real quick, if anybody hasn't seen it, pause this. You can watch this episode for free on AMC's website. Really? It's, str- it's streaming for like this week. I wa- that's how I watched it. I watched huh. it today streaming on their website. Here I went and bought cable. <sighs> Good job. Um, no, I, and, and I, th- I thought you were going to mention, but uh, I will mention that, uh, yeah, spoilers, guys. Spoilers. Wait, you didn't um, can I can I start? Yeah, no, go ahead. I'm a little disappointed. You're disappointed. Oh, so am I. Um, with the way the mid-season finale left off, this was a little bit of a letdown to me. And it's, it wasn't a bad episode, don't get me wrong. But I wanted more than telling a story and then last one minute of it, absolute craziness. You know, I wanted more. I just, I don't know what it was. I just I didn't get enough. Well, it I wasn't. Think I think the thing was is the last episode before this was so action packed and they were going in you know to to fight the governor and all this stuff and then after the first 5 minutes of this episode it was talking for 45 minutes. Well, I expected more to come from the whole uh Merle versus Daryl thing where not just they fight it out and then Merle's like just play along I've got a plan and then all of a sudden like a shot goes off and and they come back to rescue them. I I didn't expect it to go down that fast. Yeah, it sort of seemed like a cop out to me. Yeah. It, not only did it seem like a cop out, but they're fighting it, fighting each other in the ring, and the zombies are coming in. And Merle's like, "Trust me." Well, if Merle had a real plan, what the hell was it? Because <sighs> if Rick hadn't come back for them, they'd have been dead. One of them follow, would have been dead. Follow my lead. <laughs> yeah, what's that? Uh, choke what? you, and I'll choke me. Like what? <laughs> but th- don't that's what- you? <laughs> What Rick was saying, too, is, like, there's, like, in five minutes, it's all over, and everyone's just going to argue with each other for the next 45 minutes. And, like, the build-up to that scene was so much build-up. It lasted episodes. And then it was bang. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, we got a lot to talk about here. We got to make people think that um, Daryl might be going away because Tyrese is here, which I don't think is going to (laughs) happen. I think Daryl will come back. Daryl's the biggest sell of that show. Well, Merle's going to do something stupid, and Daryl's like, I've made a huge mistake, you know? Um, and you guys I, were uh, you guys were right when you kind of guessed that Merle and, both Merle and Daryl will go back to the group, and that Daryl would leave with, with Merle, yeah. at least for the what, time being. It's going to turn into Lost. It's going to turn into every week where it jumps back and forth between way too many storylines. Because now there's going to be the Merle and Daryl storyline. There's going to be the Governor storyline. And there's going to be the Prisoner storyline. We already had that complaint, right? I I remember when we started watching these episodes, we were complaining that one episode dealt with the Governor and one episode dealt with the prison. And the first three or four episodes were boring because they were setting up two separate timelines. And now they finally start to clash and it's like... I'm seriously not really sure where it's going. I mean, the governor just sort of seems lazy and kind of bored with what's going on. I, I don't know. He's pissed. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I just didn't see much much term- determination from him in this episode. I expected him to go out with a vengeance, like to come back and go, all right, town, we are marching to that prison, and we are getting there. Yeah, he's just he's uh, throwing it all away, especially he said when he... he turned into a bitch. Yeah, he's, and they, he's they seem to have lost their stride with him. They made him seem like a leader, 
And now that all this stuff has gone down, instead of making him step up as a leader, they've turned him into the brooding dark hero. And it's kind of weak. Yeah, yeah and then they're having... Talk to anybody. Yeah, they're having Andrea kind of pick up the, the, the pace where he's leaving off, which is kind of annoying. Um, why is just... she still there? I don't get... So does she love this guy? Is that why she's still there? Presumably, that's the only reason she would stay, right? That's my guess. Because there's like she knows everything that's gone on. She knows that all of her group members are are alive, right? Yeah, but also the governor's putting out. Remember, she lived with Michonne for like a year. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I I I patches were never that in for me. So. Yeah, and the other thing that kind of and like don't get me wrong, I guess this episode had what like twelve million viewers. It was going up against the Grammys at the same time, I think, and mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it it did really well. And I just to me, I was kind of I watched the episode and I went, nah, I I mean it wasn't bad. It wasn't like it was a terrible episode, but I'm really tired of these like do nothing for fifty minutes and then for the last two minutes. Rick goes absolutely crazy and sees his dead wife, and then you're like, "Wow, that's crazy!" But now the show's over. Wow. <laughs> like, <clears throat> it's not crazy. I mean, he's sleep deprived. I mean, they they alluded to that when when they said like Michonne's out like a light. You know, she hasn't slept in days. And then old man, one legged Herschel says, "Oh, how long has it been since you've slept, Rick?" Then all of a sudden he's seeing his dead wife, and I I didn't expect him to go quite as crazy as he did. Like he flipped the. F- freak out with everybody in that in that prison including I feel like that's a cop out with him too that right. like yes he's been through some shit but he keeps pulling it together rescuing everybody and then it's like well what can we do to cause drama let's make Rick act crazy again well, yeah. and it's like it's, it just seems like a cop out it, it, yeah. oh, we're gonna throw in crazy Rick at the end of every episode well, yeah, well, because everyone's want. back at the prison, everything's calm, everyone's quiet. Now we need to make this action again. He was right about to let, like, Tyrese and them into the group, right? And then this this thing happens, and Glenn's like, you guys just need to get out of here. Now, was he, do you think Glenn was motioning them out of the room, or do you think Glenn was like, you guys are, you guys have got, you guys got to go, like, go I think he was it. just motioning them out of the room. Yeah, he, he wanted, he didn't want them to see the leader of the group um, kind of going, going absolutely Lose lost. shit. Because then you don't know what those other people are going to do, you know? Like, if I'm in a prison held up and I see someone who's calling the shots is going absolutely crazy, I might think twice and be like, maybe i got to take this guy out <laughs> before well, he takes me out. they were planning that. Like, they, they saw Carl and what's-her-face at the guard, the woman, and they're like, oh, we could take them, get their guns and take over this place. There's Can this- I also say that seemed out of character? Well, we don't know these people. I mean, it seemed... It didn't seem out of character. Like, they're strangers, right? But... Well, they set it up to show you that Tyrese is a good guy. Like he's he's a man of reason and logic in this situation. He's like a like a like a big black Rick, <laughs> I guess is the best way to describe him. And did you know that he plays the voice of Coach in Left for Dead Two? No, that, I did that not know that. Racist. It was a little bit racist. I apologize. Why is it racist? Um, yeah, no. He. Uh, I thought his voice. I thought his voice sounded really familiar. And um, I looked it up. He plays Coach in Left for Dead Two. Was that the racist bit? No, the big black Rick. <laughs> <laughs> but he is big and black. You, we're, go- you guys, we're going you guys, down a path that we can't reach. <laughs> you guys could debate on that all you want. I'm already out. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. I'm not touching any of that with that 10 foot pole. All right. You guys are just too sensitive, I suppose. Um, yeah. What? Oh, I am sensitive. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, speaking of Tyrese. Uh, with Daryl kind of gone, do we think Tyrese is going to be the new right-hand man? I mean, I, I kind of saw that coming that at the end it's like, I don't know if I can see this Tyrese character being all chummy with Crazy Rick, you know? Like, ah, it could be, could be tough. This, this show goes two ways, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Either, either A, Daryl comes back and Tyrese is just another dude and he's kind of not a, a main star. But, I mean, not a huge star. Or B, Daryl does something crazy where he gets himself killed to stop his brother from ruining the prison. And then Tyrese becomes a new man. It's the shock of the season, getting rid of the fan favorite. Well, I mean, I read a, an interview, a, a post-mortem of Episode nine with, with Kirkman and I, on IGN. And, and he was saying that uh, anybody can die. 
Like anybody yeah, can even die. Rick. Yeah, there was actually a, a separate article where people were saying that maybe the season three headrunner was pushed out because he wanted to kill Rick off. Uh, so I mean, which I I don't know. I mean, personally, I think Rick is sort of like you got to have him. It's The Walking Dead, right? Rick right. and Carl. Maybe Carl could go. I, I don't know, but I think Rick is sort of like if you don't have Rick, is it really the same sort of you know? I don't know if it quite has the same appeal, but I could see them killing off Daryl, but I I really don't want a Walking Dead where Daryl is dead and Merle is still alive. Even though Merle was sort of like, he has gotten his ass saved once again by the, these people who hate his guts, and he's talking shit, and his brother is defending him. I just... I, I don't know. I think this whole episode was poorly written. Yeah. I, I think they that. wrote themselves into a corner at the end of mid-season and this was them trying to figure a way out of it. Yeah. Because so I've met assholes in my life, pardon my language, but Merle <laughs> seems to go above and beyond. Like he just got saved and it's like he's all ready to start a fight with the people that just saved him. Yeah. At that point, if I was any of them, I would have just shot him in the head. Well, they Rick gives him a, a good solid whack in the back of the head with his. Did anybody else? Was that the favorite part of the episode for anyone else? Because Merle's over there bitching, and you just yes. hear. Fdoof. That was my favorite, and then Daryl yeah, looks at him as if like, I want to say was that necessary, but I know it was necessary, and I am confused and. and confused. <laughs> yeah, he, you, you could tell there's a conflict inside Daryl in this. Like Daryl, I mean, is his brother, and and um, his uh, Carol is it? Yeah. Carol makes a valid point that, like, you know, if my husband Ed walked through that door and said to come with him, I would. I don't know why, but it's just, it's like, we all know Merle, Merle? Merle is is a bit of a dick, but he's still his brother, right? Right. Like, they, they, I mean, if The Walking Dead survival instinct is going to teach us anything, it's that Merle and Daryl were very close before um, season one of The Walking Dead. They served, they... What is it? Six months? Is it six months yeah. between like the outbreak and season one? I, I can't remember. But anyways, yeah, like they they spend a lot of time together surviving in this, these elements, so they must have some sort of bond, right? Right. So yeah, no, they do. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, I okay. Predictions for episode ten. Do we got predictions? Um, everyone is going to fall asleep because it's so boring. Uh-huh. That no no what's gonna happen is next episode is gonna be really intense I think in my own opinion because that's what kind of the Walking Dead's done for the in the past where it's like one story leading up episode couple crazy episodes a little bit more story and then end it with crazy so I think next week you're gonna see some craziness like um some doubt between Rick being the leader and the new people in the group you're gonna see some Daryl and Merle like where do they really want to go. And then I think the governor is going to step it up next episode and go crazy and want to kill everyone. I think we're not going to see a lot of prison stuff. I think it's going to be a lot of Daryl and Merle and a lot of the governor. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to call it now. It's going to be all prison stuff and a little bit of the governor. I say no Merle or Daryl at all. Huh. I think they're going to leave them out for two or three episodes, and then at the end of the episode, they're going to show back up and save the day at the end of the season. You really think that's, that's even that's gonna happen? That's what they're gonna do. It's gonna okay. be a trope. You it, heard it here first. Uh, is it a cop out that I think they'll do the episode ten will be the only episode where they do all three? Like I think Merle and Daryl will be the least focused. Like they'll get maybe ten minutes, and it'll be like non consequential stuff. But I think you know it'll be like. 40 or like 45% prison, 45% governor, and then like 10% Merrill and Daryl, you know, uh, Merrill oh. and Daryl, sorry. But I, I don't know. That seems like a bit of a, a cheapskate on my part to say that. But uh, um, yeah, so I mean, Walking Dead, I, you know, speaking of crazy theories, I was, uh, I read an article. I need to stop saying speaking of, by the way. I read an article that, that someone thinks Lori is still alive. What? Yeah. I read through the article and it makes sense for about three points. And then, you know, like they say that there was a trail of blood, but there was no body. Uh, Oh, come on. I I think she's dead. Uh, This show has never been, you know, sort of like, well, besides the 
the what is she gonna thing? do? Come out of a, like an empty prison cell and go, oh, hey, you found me. Yeah. Um, well, like uh, you wouldn't funny, believe the night I had. Yeah, well, they, story. <laughs> the story. <laughs> the article does state at the end, like it's pretty unlikely that she'd be alive. It'd be pretty like. You know, whoa, she's alive if she was, but like maybe come back as a zombie, and that's sort of like Rick's closure or whatever. They say that Carl may not have been able to shoot her, but then again, like, because I guess they found the bullet like had hit the floor, and I don't know, but it was a crazy theory. And but I don't think this show has really been sort of like, you know, crazy. What the what the f f if sort they, of things? If they do that. People will turn off. Yeah. Well, they I did might it with, turn off. They did it with Merle, Merle, though, right? Like, Merle cut his hand off, and and then he shows right, up. Right, but it was believable that he could yeah. have gotten away. The, the only Merle. times they've done anything crazy like this is, one, is this episode now with the whole seeing Laurie, the ghost, uh, which is really strange for that show because before it was just Rick talking into the phone, and now he's actually seeing shit. And the only other time that's happened was when Daryl saw Merle when he was in that river in season two, he, and he saw Merle. Right, and, when he was uh, going crazy. Yeah, yeah, he was going crazy. It's the only other time they've done something like that. Well, I mean, uh, I don't it's, have... it's very weird and out of place for the show, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with hallucinations. I think hallucinations are something that happens when... You know, the mind is exhausted, and, and both the instances you described were perfect setup for hallucinations. But I'm talking, like, like crazy soap opera, so, kind of like, you can't be the father of the baby, you're actually my cousin sort of shit, right? Um, uh, Uncle Dad. What Walking Dead do you want to watch? I just, yeah. I don't want to watch that. That's what I'm saying. This, this theory just sort of made me think like I don't think this is the show you, you we're not watching the same show you're you're you know this show has always been like uh if if you're meant to believe something miraculous is going to happen you know it's going to happen like Carol like her sort of disappearance and reemergence like that we sort of expected that to happen cuz right. cuz I mean why showcase T-Dog sacrificing himself for this woman to just die I mean I don't know I don't know. I don't know. I'm just talking crazy talk. So anyways. Yes, you are. Yeah. Episode 10, next week, we will be here to discuss uh, whether it's boring as shit or whether uh, it's it's better. Hopefully nice. it's better. Um, but we actually have some listener feedback this week, guys. Listeners. Hey! Yeah. Open up, open up the mailbag. Oh, I'll open it up. All right. Um, we got an email from Jackson Hugo. He says, hey, everyone, just started listening to the show. Heard the latest episode from a Reddit post. Thanks to Bob for posting those. Right, Bob? Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. And I think this is an awesome podcast. Well, thank you. Uh, I can't wait until you guys get back into Walking Dead episodes. You're welcome. Here we are. <laughs> uh, I listened back a few episodes afterwards, and I thought I'd pitch in on my favorite things about the show Zombie jokes. How, how oh, dare you, sir? Right. This is the second time. Bob, are you? Is Bob? Oh, wait, is Jackson Hugo an anagram for Bobbert? Yeah, you caught me. Yeah, yeah Jackson <laughs> Hugo is Bob's online name. I know. It's my, it's my alter <laughs> ego. <laughs> but seriously, guys, oh. back by popular demand. <laughs> That's the funny thing is that it, this the jokes are actually being Careful. demanded. What is going on? Don't worry, guys. I got... And Jackson, he sent a bunch, so here we go. Quick Be prepared. <clears throat> Why did the zombie go to the hospital? Why? He wanted to learn a few sick jokes. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, number two. What did the zombie eat after his teeth were pulled out? Brains. The dentist. <laughs> yeah, that, that's actually pretty funny. That was actually pretty good. I think that's the first one that actually made me legitimately laugh, Bob. Good on uh, you, Jackson Hugo. Good on you. When do zombies go on vacation, gentlemen? Uh, when they get a dead eye flight. I don't know. The dead of oh. winter. Uh, I read that wrong. Uh, <laughs> where do zombies go on vacation, gentlemen? Dead Island. <laughs> the Dead the, Sea. The Dead Sea is right. You got one right. Wow. All right. Uh, oh, I guess that was it. <laughs> well, that was actually climactic. That's terrible, Bob. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Well, I thought there was one more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, 
Thank you to uh, Jackson who sent in those lovely jokes. I think those are the best of the bunch. Uh, he, yeah, good on you. And, uh, and it's, uh, keep the, it's, it's funny that everyone loves that Bob does, tells those jokes, and then the first listener that sends in jokes are, are better than Bob's. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think we Seriously, may have... guys. Seriously, keep them coming. Keep yeah. them coming. <laughs> Jackson, if you got any more, be sure to send them in, and we'll have Bob read them. Bob needs help. Yeah, Bob yeah, definitely my, needs help. You got a laugh out of those. Mine are terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, Bob. Why don't you fill in the listeners on where they can find out more about the show? Well, you can find bad zombie jokes and all your other zombie news um, through iTunes and subscribe to us. Uh, just search for Zombies Ate My Podcast. If you want to find us individually, you could find Ryan Murphy at R Murphy on Twitter, Lou's on Twitter at Busy Zombie Lord, Rick's also on Twitter at Rick Piven, and I am on Twitter at Bobbert F. You can also check out the website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Ryan Murphy posts a lot of the cool stuff that we do on the show there. Um, we had our, do we have our Walking Dead, Deadify Yourself pictures on there? Yep, we posted yep. those with episode 16, I believe. Yeah, so there's a lot of cool stuff on there. Uh, you can email us some bad jokes or anything else you feel about the show, but especially bad jokes, at info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. If you want to go ahead and go to facebook.com slash zombiesatemypodcast, you can like the page and see all the latest news because Lou does a lot of great stuff on that page, which makes it sound like I don't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'd also like to thank Joel Duggan, artist that's behind the artwork. You can find him and all of his work at starcrossedonline.com. And I believe I got it all. You did. Very well done, Bob. And uh, with that, we bring this latest episode of Zombies Ate My Podcast to a close. And remember, folks, whenever you're going to kill zombies, use Genesis music. Um, it was bad, sir. No! <laughs> Eat broccoli! Oh. No! Actually, when you put those together, it does sound like a 12-year-old. Can I share a zombie joke? Oh, Bob, go ahead. I almost called you Bob. Lou, go ahead. Lou, you want why some music? Did, <laughs> why did the dyslexic zombie starve to death? Uh, he tried to eat dead people? I don't know. <laughs> the dyslexic zombie couldn't find any snarb. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. I don't, what what is did it? you get for that? I need to look up dyslexic. You know what, guys? I just thought of something. What? Isaac is the ultimate badass because he always shoots his gun sideways.